Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdom. My name is Diz, and I am your pop culture and sports nerd. Ali? I am Ali, your classic nerd. And I'm VM Coffin Nerd. Is that a, uh, a cult? What? Your shirt? It says, dream it, live it. No. Is it a cult? It's not a cult. Sounds like a cult. Sounds thing. like a cult. It's like a Tom, is that a Robinson thing? Tony Robinson. Tony Robbins. Tony, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins? No. Hands. I don't know. It's my, one of my brother's friend's clothing brands. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not a cult. It's not a cult. He just, I thought you got, you got involved in like yeah, self help shit or something. I don't know. Or, Can you really? I mean, you said it's a clothing brand, but it very well could be also a cult. I know. You can't guarantee it's not a cult. Yeah. That's. I can't guarantee it. So we're going to go with it's a cult. Because you'd be like, oh, well, hey, look, you know, we're. We just happen to make t-shirts, but we also all live in this house together, and we only eat a low-protein gruel every morning. Is he is he part of Tony Robbins? No, it's the one, like, African-American guy. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I don't see too many African-Americans as the Tony Robbins. Yeah, stuff. self-help is a predominantly... White. Yeah. Well, not always white. But it's predominantly white. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, let's yeah. be real. It's, it's, it's a, You know what it is? It's I've a, seen some browns it's there, a, too. It's a... Oh, my kind of browns. I it's can a say middle that. class anxiety place. Mm, it's yeah. a class thing more than it is a race thing. Yeah. It's middle class people who are anxious and they want to get richer. It's a scam. I, it's a scam. Now, where would you put it in the uh, in this in the scope of like let's say the prosperity church yeah. and multi level marketing? Well, prosperity church started out as a viable. To be clear, the history of the prosperity church and the the history of the the. Uh, prosperity gospel and that whole thinking comes out of the early 20th century new thought this whole like the thing that we call law of attraction now that's what it was originally Mm. it was about prayer positive prayer and changing your life and it was rooted in the idea that materialism didn't necessarily mean uh, anti-anti-spirit right like you could be and then it was transformed with with certain individuals like Joel Olstein and others into more of a scam or a con. Jerry right? Fowler. Right? Oh, these people that like, send a dollar in and we'll multiply yeah. it. Right? Well, that's, uh, was it Creflo Dollar who wanted the, yeah, the private jet? That's your boy. And then uh, was it Robert, what's his face? Yeah. And Tilton, then, Robert Tilton or whatever. And then what's the couple, I forget their name. Oh, the girl with all the, all the, the makeup, makeup on her yeah. face. Oh, yeah, shit. All the, the, okay. yeah, all the people Tammy and um, the Bakers. The Bakers. Oh, yeah. Tammy Faye Baker. Tammy Faye Baker. That's what it was. The yeah. Bakers. Well, it's even like, people were really like, Jim Jones actually got his, got his swag then, from a prosperity gospel guy. Yeah, to, the like, Ballin guy? Huh? Jim Jones. Ballin? No, the fucking cult leader. No, the cult leader. Oh. The one responsible for the death of 900 people in Guyana? Wow. Oh. Wow. I was thinking... We fly high, no lie. So uh, we, Falling. so the prosperity gospel starts off that way, and it ends up in in a sort of. Call. I would put Tony Robbins in kind of a. He's a relatively benign cult. I would Fuck say. Tony Robbins, man. So he's not one of those like pyramid schemes, like prepaid legal is, and shit. It isn't. Isn't like a pyramid. It is a scam. You're paying a lot of money to a guy who tells you a bunch of stuff that makes you feel good about yourself. Dude, it costs like six thousand dollars yeah. to go to one of those so things. It, it, it's a. It is a scam. Most of the stuff that you he's telling you, you can find online for free or in a book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, two, the the reason it has a certain kind of cult like mentality is because it becomes part of group identity. 
Mm-hmm. Right? So what ends up happening is that a lot of people, if you ever say anything critical about Tony Robbins, oh, yeah, or the mad. Tony Robbins people get really angry at you. Like, you've never actually been. Yeah. And da 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 And like, they get, like, they get oh. in your face about it. Yeah, remember we called him out for like saying that sexist shit a while yeah, ago? Yeah, because he was against the Me Too. He was talking badly about the Me Too movie. He's yeah. like, I got, I got men that are afraid to hire women. Then yeah. Those men are I had predators. I had yeah. someone tell me, like, you weren't there. I was there. And that's not what he said. There's yeah. a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of defensiveness. A very, a lot and that's that's the cult mentality right whenever a group think is is produced that's cult-like but it's still a relatively benign like he's not telling people to go out and kill people or go kill themselves it's harmless not yet, it's just harmful to your wallet well not yeah, yet, that's, yeah, that's really yeah. all it is right it's like it's harmful for your wallet. the stuff he gives you and look at the end of the day if it makes you i'm a big believer of like if it makes you feel good you do you right i'm gonna make fun of you for it <laughs> I'm not going to, there's no guarantee I will make fun of you for it, but I'm not going to be like, I'm not hosting interventions for people who go into Tony Robbins conferences. You do you, right? If it makes you feel good about life, if it makes you feel good about yourself, if it really does genuinely empower you, good on you, right? Whatever you need to do to make it in this fucked up world and fucked up society, you do it. As long as it doesn't harm other people and as long as it doesn't harm you. Who's the Waco, Texas guy? Jim Jones. No, no, it's not no I mean, uh, what's it called? Uh, David Koresh. Koresh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, he was in my head. Why? The Koresh guy? Yeah. Well, th- those are different types of cults. I know, but you were talking cults, and then y'all brought up Jim Jones, and I was thinking, yeah, not, not Tony Robbins. And there's, a, there's more than Tony Robbins. There's back, you know, Wayne Dreyer, when he was alive, he's, he's passed on now. All kind of, they have the same... We did a whole episode mm-hmm. on cults. Shtick. That was yeah. fun. That was a fun show. Yeah. You should check it out. Well, how do you, I mean... I think it's yeah. I I don't. I'm not a big fan of that stuff either. But also, there's. A, I mean, you look at um. There's a John Oliver piece that we talked about multi-level marketing, mm. and he went the way that a lot of these CEOs of things like Herbalife or mm. these other ones. They also have. They also um, kind of take on that cult leader status to get mm. people riled up in order to kind of sign up and sign up other. Right. People. Well, like, the cult, the modern yeah. cult, is very much a function of capitalism. Right. Cults have always existed. There's nothing new about them. But the kind of the new component of cults is that they're intimately tied with wealth, right? Yeah. With uh, paying or, or whatever it is, right? And so you'll find uh, cults are either a product of capitalism or, resu- or a reaction to capitalism. Hence why some become communes, some reject capitalist society, and others like pyramid schemes are very cultish, but are fundamentally rooted in and yeah. finance. Well, I had a they fr- embrace that capitalism. Yeah. I this, had a friend yeah. who joined one of those pyramids. A friend is a very... I use term. The term, I'm using the term very loosely. I use an acquaintance. Hmm. When I was in high school, I worked at a certain video store that is now They're dead. gone now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood dead. Video. Okay. I wasn't going to name them because... Why? What are you going to get? Defamation? No, I, I didn't, ill of the dead. No, I didn't want to speak ill of the dead or summon their ghost. Oh. I had done horrible things to Hollywood Video. I had desecrated its body. Oh, oh God damn it, Ali. He's up there, Catholic yeah, Church. See, I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Oh, I like that one. See, that's, <laughs> this, you know, that's offensive, right? I, be- I meant it to be. I, on behalf of Catholics everywhere, fuck you, you godless heathen. Um, I support Hail you. Satan. So, this guy who was a co-worker... Uh-huh. was leaving to join this thing where he's like, look, if I got if I recruit this many people, then I get paid and I'm going to be like this level and I want to get you in on it. And I'm like, I'm not getting in on it. That's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, is that a pyramid scheme at all? Look, let me show you. Yeah. Guess what he pulls out? A pyramid. A, a fucking pyramid. Yeah, yeah. It's a triangle. <laughs> it's a tri- That's not a pyramid. It's a triangle. It's yeah, like, it's like the episode of The Office. What is it? They got, oh, yeah, the, the Ramazoid or some shit like that, right? Like, no, they got they got Mike uh, Mike joined the pyramid scheme. Oh, and then, like, 
just he's like, look, this person gets paid for this two people, and then this two people get paid for. And then, pyramid scheme. And then uh, Jim just connected it. Oops. It's always sunny in Philadelphia episode. You can imagine if anyone's watched that show, you can imagine how ridiculous that gets. Yeah. Uh, where show. where they join a, a a pyramid scheme, but they're like it's like an inverted one, so it's yeah. <laughs> like so like if you turn it around, it's a pyramid, but it's oh, not on the chart. But this one was actually a very. It's just a, it was just a pyramid, right? It's yeah. Just in the pre-made bro. And it was like, oh, you know, I got two, and he wore like a brown shirt. That's like for the first time he wore like a dress shirt, and it's like a brown shirt. Oh my pants. god! Did and they provide him that? shirt? And he's like, look, I'm, I'm I can get you in. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, yeah, first of all, I'm 16. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't try that shit on me. I'm 16. I got no money. Right? There's nothing I could do. I can't do anything for you, even if I could. Dude, this is a pyramid scheme. The other thing that was interesting about that guy, that guy was obsessed with his car. Uh, obsessed his car he had a Mitsubishi his penis was tiny <laughs> he had a Mitsubishi like a black Mitsubishi yeah, that looked yeah. like kind of sportsy uh, like a Lancer I don't know what it was don't ask me I just knew it was a Mitsubishi mm. uh, but he once said that if I could fuck my car I would mm. he actually Whoa. said that to me but he said that and how did you react I looked at him <laughs> and I went how would this happen and he said exhaust pipe or the cushions and I said Whoa. I was a uh, I wasn't asking for like an answer I was kind of signaling that this is an absurd statement to make yes, yes. <laughs> he didn't, but he very seriously answered like he was ready with it like he didn't think about it like you know like if someone asks you a question mm, I gotta think about this hold on yeah no he was ready he's like no exhaust pipe and cushions and I was like oh. you put some thought yeah. into this sir there was a show where they where they explore bizarre fetishes and there was a guy who was in fact love with in love with his car yeah I think most yeah. uh Small dick men generally are. Really? They're not to the degree yeah. of like they want to sleep with their car, mm-hmm. like this gentleman was. But most, like, I mean, the the car obsession that guys have, oh, okay. it stems from tiny penises. Tiny penises. What was it? The, the, yeah, the idea be like even even the term like muscle car, right? Kind yeah, of, muscle car. Big uh, trucks. Like if you got a, if you got a. You gotta like lumber up to get into your car. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a small dick. But right? I think it was it's weird because it's like you have people who call them muscle cars, but they also refer to it as a woman. Which is uh, which is always interesting because it's like the uh, it's like gender fluid. It's not gender. It's, 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 like, it's not gender fluid. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> I like your it's, attempt. It's sexually. Yeah, it's very. It's, it's right? like, nice is attempt. That what it is? No, it's a uh, sexually confused. Is what it is. is that, okay, it's very me. confused. Or, oh, it's, you sound like you're a Republican. Know, I don't understand. Because gender, gender fluid, fluid yeah. implies that the car has any say in the matter. Oh, okay, yeah. Excuse me. The car doesn't identify. The car doesn't identify anything. It's a car, right? Let's not let's not kid ourselves. It's a very confused man there who's who at one time wraps up his masculinity mm. in this car do you guys name your cars and the other i do i have i have named my car what's your car's name shadow facts what oh like gandalf from gandalf yeah Horse. gandalf's horse Can, uh. whenever there's traffic i go show them the meaning of ace shadow facts <laughs> <laughs> i speak to my car i do i do what's, I do. what's your car's name what? What's your car name? A, I don't have a car name. Do you name your car? E Honda. E Honda. That's yeah, stupid. from Street Fighter. Because you have a Honda. Yeah. Because it's it's a big little like <laughs> it's a little fat car. Simo guy. Your car's not fat. <laughs> I know, but it's short and like rotund because it's, 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 it's not rotund at all. <laughs> it's, it's a coupe. <laughs> like, mine makes sense, right? It's like I named it after a fast horse, the Prince of Horses. I named it after a sumo. <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. a Street Fighter game. A sumo wrestler in a game. Yeah, he has the fast hands too. Uh-huh. I do. I use Gandalf lines on it whenever I, I'm in traffic. Show That's us sm- show yeah. us the meaning of haste shadow facts. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of fly fools fly. I couldn't yeah. think of anything more creative for it. So like I think E Honda. Yeah, because you literally I mean 
the car itself thought up most of the name for you. You just added a letter. <laughs> you added it, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not creative in any way. Uh, E-Honda. Which is <laughs> my sumo. Look, uh, speaking of, of creativity, I've got to tell you something. What? The most unbelievable and uncreative cover story in the history of worlds. I say this in my official capacity as the best historian that's ever lived in the world. Um, also quite creative. Oh, very, yes. Yeah, those are, yeah, those are uh, creative. As the official, non-official <laughs> representative of all historians. <laughs> Thank you, Edward Said From t- Time Immemorial, who I was actually incomplete, for the record. Oh. Not a historian, but it's oh. okay. It's all right. You tried. It's a name. It was cute. Person. It was a. It was a, a cute attempt. Yes, it was a cute attempt. Thank you, Boner. Uh, Bonner. Um, What's his name? <laughs> Bonner. <laughs> yeah, Bonner. <laughs> authors from the books. You're literally these. looking at books. Of the <laughs> also, he's from Islamic uh, studies. This guy, Marshall Hodgson. <laughs> there yes. you go, Marshall Hodgson. <laughs> this guy, you, you couldn't pronounce it, could you? I couldn't see it. I was looking for it here. <laughs> Marshall Hodgson. <laughs> so, in my uh, as my official uh, official role as the greatest historian that's ever lived. Lived. The cover-up story of the Saudi regime to the murder of Khashoggi. Khashoggi. We've talked about him in the previous podcast. We've mentioned that we're going to bring it up again. Last time we talked about it, the, they had come to the point of saying, first they had denied it. Right? It's like, oh, it wasn't us. we not even involved. Then they're like, all right, it was a rogue elements. Over the weekend. The interrogation gone wrong. They came up with a new one. This is, this is, this is, this is why I'm like... Creativity is not a Saudi regime trait in any way, shape, or form. They now claim that what had happened oh, yeah. was that he got in a fist fight oh, shit. in the consulate and it led to his death. First uh. of all, that's a lot of passive voice there, right? Yeah. Second of all, anyone who's seen Khashoggi just goes, come on, that's the best you could come up with? Yeah. This lasted all of 12 hours. Because 12 hours later, Turkey released security cam video that shows that after Khashoggi died, or entered the consulate and presumably died or was killed, another man walked out wearing Khashoggi's clothes. Now, here's the thing. This is this is where it gets. You got this is where if anyone believes in conspiracy theories, it's moments like this that go. They're not possible because governments are fucking inept, right? Yeah. Khashoggi, before Khashoggi walked in, his killers have walked in, right? They've yeah. all come in. One of them is a fat dude in a striped shirt. Yeah. And he's wearing tennis shoes, black tennis shoes with a white bottom, white uh-huh. sole. Khashoggi walks in, disappears for hours. Another guy, walk, a guy walks out who's supposed to be Khashoggi. He's wearing Khashoggi's clothes, uh-huh. but for some reason has a darker beard. Uh-huh. <laughs> And is wearing black tennis shoes with a white sole. Huh. Zoom camera shows it was the guy with the striped shirt. He, with his friend who's carrying a plastic bag, go on a nice little walk around Istanbul, end up in the Sultan Ahmed Mosque, where they go into the bathroom, and suddenly come out wearing his original clothes. They dump a bag, then they smilingly, laughingly go and have food at a restaurant and go back. The Saudi regime, in other words, was just caught basically premeditating murder. They're like, they killed him. They came ready with a fake beard. They changed his clothes, went on a walk to pretend that it was, not, it was Khashoggi leaving. 
they never released this footage because they knew that the Turkish government had caught on to them. <laughs> so, you know, like they, when they were in their denial phase, people yeah. were like, release the video, show that he left. Uh -huh. They never did because they're like, this doesn't look plausible to anybody. <laughs> this was a bad move. So Turkey, right after they said, oh, we got in a fist fight, right? Uh -huh. Released this video going, there's no way it was an impromptu it just happened accidentally. This was premeditated. Look, they brought a body double. <laughs> it's just one of those moments oh where you God. go, it's horrible. Not only are you a murderous regime, but you're bad at it. You have like all the money in the world and you couldn't do something. This is why life. I say like conspiracy theorists. I have people yeah. like, oh, 9 an inside job. Like governments are fundamentally incompetent. Yeah, they really are. They can barely handle running the government yeah much less carrying out massive I'll tell you, this, you know like if you really it's like conspiracy happened conspiracy theories happen all the time like i don't doubt in my mind that there's a lot of bullshit that's like conspiracy happening. theories don't happen all oh, the time. No, yeah, like shady shit happens, happens. Yeah. so like backdoor deals all that bullshit Plots, things yeah. that things that fuck up the world and people in order to help a few happen all the time but they happen to happen on a golf course and not in some back room somewhere where someone is getting killed yeah. most of the time. Jet Would this situation absolutely happen, apparently? Stop it. I heard it. Oh. You know, Khashoggi, apparently the Khashoggi went in there, was like, motherfucker, someone catch these hands. Yeah, no. Right? <laughs> so he starts beating people up. A 70-year-old yeah. plump man walked in and started a fight with yeah. 15 on the other thing. is like, he started a fight with 15 Highly trained military specialists. Nah, yeah, bro. It's including one forensic scientist who came with a fucking bones. Uh, he he watched the McGregor uh, Khabib fight. He learned. He, he felt. He, he felt like that he could take this is for the mountain people. You know, yeah, you know what? Actually, to be fair, because Khabib went in there and he did come out wearing Connor's belt. Ouch! It's not. He he was the champion before the fight. Oh yeah, oh, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, Connor never defended it. Damn it. Yeah. Anyways, the point being. This is where we're at right now, is mm -hmm. that this is what the Saudi regime has put out. And then today we had seen that Khashoggi's family, who's on, on a no-fly list right now, they're banned from oh, I know. flying. I saw that tweet. They forced oh, him to come to, his son, to come to the uh, Saudi royal family and, and shake hands. And they did this photo op. Wait, what? Where they, the dictators have done this in the past. Historically, quite famously, Hafez al-Assad, Bashar al-Assad's dad, dad uh -huh. did the same thing in which he murdered... Uh, a man and then made him uh, his, his family come and take like a photo op of them right it's like oh see I wasn't behind this I'm, I'm here with the so Ben Salman Mohammed bin Salman and uh, the king King Salman met with Khashoggi's family and I mean that just the, the heart-wrenching of, of being you know yeah, you having to it. shake your hand shake oh, hands person with the guy who murdered your father yeah and I mean, you can if you see the photo, it's a tough it's like, photo. It's really hard because you can see, like, you can see it in his face. No, I mean, I couldn't even imagine kind of the frustration and hatred that would be flowing through yeah. at that moment. Like, really painful. Yeah, really painful. But also watching Bin Salman try to shake hands, it just reminds you that he's he's really just fucking an awkward millennial. Yeah, who's been given unlimited power and wealth. He's like our age, right? He is our age. He's he's one year older than V and I. Holy shit! That's two true. years older than I. Than us. 24 years old. Yeah, he's 23. Years old. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a really quick Google search. Yeah, he's two years two years older than us, I think. Um, but yeah, he he's a. The, what's frustrating though is that as this go is going on, uh, there was an event. Yes, Sir Davos in the desert. The Davos in the desert, which originally the Onion Knight. These companies were like, oh, we're not going to go. 
And it turns out that a lot of them ended up showing up anyways. Well over 2,000 attendees by these major corporations and companies who clearly have no issues making deals with Mr. Bonesaw in any way, shape, or form. Look, Mr. Bonesaw, where'd that come from? That's Twitter's nickname for him. MBS. His MBS stands for Mr. Bonesaw. Yeah. Look, here's what we're going to do, all right? We're boycotting. Yes. The official currently Currently nerdy nerdy boycott. Let's do this. All right. Total... It's an oil company. Yeah, definitely never going to buy oil from it's them. A, yeah. It's a French oil company. It's a French oil company. Even more so, I'm not going to buy from them. Fuck them and their baguettes. That's right. Going to go to Italy and buy their oil instead. Schlumberger. I'm sorry, what did you say? Schlumberger. What the fuck did you just call me? Schlumberger. It is another oil company. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely not going to buy. Boycotting them. Boycotting. Right. As of this moment, I'm pulling all my funds out of... Out of Schlumberger? Schlumberger. Yeah, that one. Yeah. All right. Fuck you, Schlumberger. This is going to be a tough one for us. Yeah. The Russian Direct Investment Fund. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because you're a communist, so it's well, going to be hard. First of all, <laughs> Russia isn't communist right now. It's an authoritarian regime. Yeah, uh, very, different. very uh, different. I mean, not too different. I mean, yeah. Stalin was a fucking authoritarian also. Yeah, yeah. this one's going to be tough. That's, I'm, I'm gonna... burning my Fader Emilianko shirt. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, we can't go to Six Flags anymore. Ah, damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. No more Six Flags. <laughs> no more Goliaths for us. Yeah, well, I've Matt. been to Six Flags since... I, can, I don't think it's been elementary school since I've been to Six Flags. Since I couldn't grow magic, hair on my face. Is it still called Magic Mountain? Magic Mountain. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, Magic Mountain Six Flags, for going... You know, because they're trying to create theme yeah, parks out yeah, there. Yeah. I hope the people do boycott them. Yeah. Let's have, go like, to Hogwarts instead. Yeah, That's another Univ- Universal. Mountain. No, but like legit, this is going to be the hardest one for us. What is it? PepsiCo. Oh, they own a bunch of shit, don't they? They own everything. Mm-hmm. I was looking into it. No more hot Cheetos for us, guys. For you, I don't eat hot Cheetos. Well, fuck y'all. No more Frito Lays for you. No more. Uh, what is those things called? They're the little Fritos. Those chips. The Fritos. You the, Fritos mean the Fritos chips. Fritos chips, but it's Frito Lays. No more Lays potato chips. No more Ruffles potato chips. No more Mountain Dew. No more Pepsi. No more mm-hmm. Starbucks can drinks. No more Do you aqua- drink any of those, Ali? I don't really drink any of those. Uh, really- say this again. What was it? I, I zoned out. It's Pepsi, Mountain Dew. I wouldn't drink Pepsi anyways. Sierra Mist. Because apparently it tastes different than Coca-Cola. So I never tell the difference. I can't tell the difference. Can't so tell. So some- apparently Pepsi's sweeter. I've heard. So when someone tells you, is Pepsi okay? You're like, no. It is not okay anymore? No, it's not. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm still upset about them with the whole Kylie Jenner protest yeah, I, thing. I've been boycotting them since they were supporting the Kardashians. Lay's potato chips. I haven't had a Lay's potato chip in fucking years. Yeah. I eat those Hawaiian mm. chips, the kettle ones. Are they owned by Lay's? Are they owned by Lay's? The ke- Hawaiian kettle chips? I don't know. The Hawaiian chips. The, ha- the kettle jalapeno chips, sorry, from Wait, like Starbucks. Okay, from what, from other d- what other drinks were there? You said 7-Up? Seven 7-Up Se- seven oh. outside of the U.S. So you said Mountain Dew, that's what Mountain I'm doing. Who drinks Mountain I'm Dew? I'm drinking Mountain Sierra Dew. Sierra Mist. Yeah, what am I going to do without my Code Red? Yeah, um, you can't have any more Quakers food and snacks. That actually sucks because I do, I do use oatmeal. I'm There's just no going to use oatmeal. Um, oatmeal from... Let's uh, go to like Trader Joe's or something. No, Ooh. I'm just going to get my own oatmeal. I'm going to make my own. Ooh, here's a big one. Make my own. My, uh, farm it and... Harvest it and no more good for you. No more Doritos. I haven't had Doritos in a while, but that that's okay. Doritos. See, I always I, you know, I don't eat Doritos often, but I always when I'm feeling nostalgic for our younger years. You'll eat Doritos. Doritos. Doritos because you know we always used to get them in in high school because it came with the or middle school because okay, it came no with the, I can do that. With I, lunch. I have mm. to give up Gatorade. Yeah, you gotta do it. I gotta yeah. drink Powerade now. Stand in solidarity against Powerade it is. Yeah. Hydrate me from my hangovers, Powerade. Yeah. No more Gatorade. Pedialyte. Yeah, Pedialyte. Yeah. yeah, but like... When Pedialyte's not involved in this form. No, thank God, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I 
and you know, couldn't. Uh, Man, you almost, you, you, Ali almost went to the other side because of that. I love babies. The toughest one is yeah. The PepsiCo is going to be the toughest one to boycott. What else is there? What else do they own? They own Lay's potato chips, Tropicana beverages, Lipton teas. You drink any? I ice? don't do Lipton. I do so Sadaf like, tea. It's like Lipton. that brisk. Sadaf. Yeah. They own Sabra hummus. Oh, I've been boycotting we Sabra hummus. We boycotted them a long time ago. Like, we they also, the thing is, they also own Stacy's pita chips. Fuck. Mm. Which is a rough one. I for do. Me. I do. And, oh, Tostitos, the, the dipping. Oh, yeah, well, they do tortilla chips, and then they do the cheese dip. Oh, I do Tostitos. I have had Tostitos chips before. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to boycott them. What drink-wise, what else do they do? Naked juices? Yeah, naked juices. I've never drank the naked juices. put a shirt on that bitch. No, I don't refuse refuse (laughs) to drink anything, so improper. Yeah. Uh, Vitamin water. They don't own vitamin water. Coke owns vitamin water. I don't drink vitamin water. Vitamin water is owned by Coke. I just drink water. Yeah. Tropicana. Tropicana, orange juice. No, I don't do that. I do ocean spray. Cranberry juice and shit. Tropicana owns a, some cranberry juice, not ocean spray though. Do they do? Wait a minute. There is a mixed drink that I like, a fruit mixed drink thingy. I, gotta, I think it's Tropicana. I gotta double check to see if that's Tropicana or Minute Maid. If it's Minute Maid, you're good. Oh, I think it's Minute Maid. Minute Maid is I'm almost hundred percent sure it's Minute Maid. Yeah, so we gotta go. We're going Coke. What about uh, uh, root beer? Do they do the root beer? I think A and W they own do outside they? of the U S. Oh, okay. Outside well, of the U S. That's the same thing. I refuse to get. Um, so I'm no gonna, international waters. I'm gonna put sarsaparilla in my coke. That's sarsaparilla. That's a key ingredient to root beer. That's basically oh. root beer. That's what gives you. It was gives you that bite. Yeah, sarsaparilla. I'm a. What, give me my sarsaparilla. But that's the major Boy. ones. H HSBC, the bank. Uh, do they? Uh, yeah, you gotta get them up. Um, Capri Sun. No, I don't. I no. don't see Capri Sun on here. I'm on their Wikipedia page. Ice tea of any time? Yeah, I told you. Lipton. Yeah, the, lip, the brisk iced oh, tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. brisk do iced tea. Remember the commercials where it was Rocky? No, Arizona. No, they don't own Arizona. Oh, Arizona Arizona's okay. owned by its own company. But yeah, but companies that did drop out. Though, Sprite. Sprite's owned by Coke. Okay. Yeah. They do Sierra Mist though. You see Crush. That, right? you, Orange Crush. They own. They that's own. Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't participate in this boycott anymore. What? I can't give up my orange crush. Just drink wow. Fanta. I didn't know Khashoggi that well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sell out Ali. <laughs> that right there, as as you know, that's just, the mentality. Just right? drink that's true. Fanta. You, actually, you literally parroted what what people of our age literally have done. Yeah. Uh, we saw it with the uh, you know I mean Democrats or certain Democrats tried to boycott In and Out Burger out here. Yeah. And even never like worked. and they never worked. Or fucking fucking what's it called? Like we said like Chick-fil-A. La- yeah. last week we mentioned Chick Fil A. Yeah. I haven't had In and Out in forever. Nor mm. Chick Fil A. Mm. I refuse. Mm. Um, but companies that did drop out. Yep. Google Cloud, so you could put your stuff on the Google Cloud again. I haven't put. I've I have a pre cloud. Um, they have Ford, so you could drive your Ford pickup truck. I mean, I've <laughs> yeah, never I mean. bought a Ford product in my life. You're going boycott- to you're gonna have to now. <laughs> I've been boycotting Ford for no reason. MasterCard. Gold. Yeah, MasterCard. MasterCard didn't show up. You can go and run up a big old debt. Yeah. I do have MasterCard, yeah. I think. I have a huge debt with MasterCard, <laughs> and I do that out of solidarity. Uh, Goldman Sachs. So you could oh, you could invest in Wall Street. You can invest in Wall Street and fuck up the housing yeah. market again. Well, Viacom, you know, yeah. we, we consume a lot of their their uh, yeah. their yeah, entertainment. I do. Yeah, yeah. Viacom. Viacom owns MTV and uh, like WWE still going there? No, W. No, W. They didn't say they WWE. They haven't mentioned anything. They um, but they actually but just released. It? They released a thing saying that um, they're still monitoring the situation. Yeah. So it's weird. When is it coming up though? Isn't it soon? Yeah, but it's. They stopped mentioning that it's going to be in, in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia yeah. on their program. They just said. Crown when is Jewel. it? When is the crown jewel happening? It's supposed to happen in uh, a couple weeks, right? A couple weeks. Yeah. Let me oh, double check on when it was supposed okay, to be. But yeah, it, they they keep just saying like, yeah, they'll they're gonna meet each other at Crown Jewel before they used to say Crown Jewel in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, in or, the progressive city of whatever. You think you can handle boycotting them if they go there? If they go, 
Um, you gotta principles, yeah, dude. If I'm giving yeah. up oil, yeah, you've gotta yeah. give up. How much money does oil make every single year? And at least giving it up, but you can't give up your WWE. Mark Diz. November second supposed to take place at the King Saudi okay, so University. Next, week, next weekend. So you so two weeks. Stand, stand yeah. on your cancel that WWE. I say network. this to the guy who literally couldn't spend a weekend without drinking. Yeah. What? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you have the weakest will of anyone on this. There's certain podcast. things I could give up. Pepsi. I'm giving up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't drink soda. I eat the hot Cheetos. And <laughs> I want you to give up WWE in solidarity for a man who was murdered, Diz. There are many men that are murdered. <laughs> Diz. Diz. Shame on you. The star you. of the WWE just got leukemia. Okay? I cannot. They're providing for this man's family. They've done good. He's fine. <laughs> He's no, he don't. he's definitely, he's got leukemia. No, I mean that guy. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I mean financially, he's fine. They're not providing for him. He's got plenty of money from them. Yeah, he's had it. Not anymore. Mm. Doesn't matter. Well, here's the thing: if you support this, you are a shameless. Spineless. I will not support. I will not watch Crown Jewel if it's in Saudi Arabia. Okay, I will not watch that. <laughs> but you also watch WWE. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's, a, there's, I mean, the rumor report around that stuff is that they're trying to scramble to figure out because with Roman Reigns mm-hmm. be, not wrestling and having to retire yesterday and this whole thing that's going on, like they're scrambling to maybe find another location, mm-hmm. but they're not sure whether or not it's going to stay in Saudi Arabia is is kind of what the rumor is. So like not in Re- like Riyadh, but it maybe might be in like, Jeddah? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the problem. still like, Saudi Arabia. Exactly, right? But that's kind of what the rumor is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Which is like they're gonna, but then the, they're getting paid so much money for it to be in Saudi Arabia. Like I doubt that they're, they're going not gonna to, drop. Yeah, out. like they're there's, there's no out. way. Like they're just gonna stop saying that it's Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And then they're gonna host it in Saudi yeah. Arabia. John Cena and Daniel Bryan, who are two of their biggest stars, said that they won't do it there. Oh really? Yeah. They 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 have like, and they're, they're two. They big. shouldn't have done it in the first place. They're two of their biggest. The regime stars. has been bombing Yemen. Yeah. The regime has been beheading people. Yeah. Literally beheading people and accusing them of witchcraft. That's not. A, that's not. I'm not being facetious here. I'm not exaggerating. That is an actual crime yeah. that they accuse people of and kill them for. I'm not gonna lie though. That's kind of what America does too. Accuse people of witchcraft and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe in Salem. Have <laughs> you like, heard of the West Memphis Three? That was like thirty years ago. That's true. That, but that yeah. was Satanism. Yeah, so the satanic panic yeah. really fucked satanic up Satanic panic like, really did fuck up everything. Yeah, because everyone watched the fucking exorcist and all of a sudden Satan was everywhere. But the thing is, this is the thing with America. Americans, and I say this with, with great love, Americans are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Americans are probably the most scared, powerful country in the world. Dude. Americans are the only first world country with a third world mentality. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? American nationalism is unique amongst nationalisms you don't see it in britain you don't see it in france you don't see it in germany this type of kind of rampant nationalism isn't something amongst the developed world it's usually amongst the developing countries because they use nationalism as a way to convince poor impoverished disenfranchised people to support autocratic regimes mm-hmm. the response to Khashoggi's murder right has been very clearly uh, uh, an example of this type of nationalism. The Saudi people who still support MBS, he's our prince and he's bringing us into the future. Look, bro, it doesn't matter how many robots you have by 2030 if you people are chopping heads off. Yeah. 
Sorry. You know, there's like, there's not, there's not really any mention of it in Saudi Arabia, like, on... Yeah, the, no, of course not. Yeah. And not just not mentioned, you could be penalized by five years in jail for, quote-unquote, spreading fake news about it. Yeah. Meaning, yeah. reporting the actual facts, right? Yeah. So, th- this, is the, this is the thing, but that's that nationalism. America has that nationalism. But, I mean, that's true. I mean, third, we literally said it. Yeah. Like, he literally third, said it in a speech. Third, third, yeah, I'm a nationalist, yeah, yeah. he said. Trump literally said it. For the first time, luckily, he's actually honest. Yeah. We have that mentality. We're afraid of everything. Black people terrified of them. That brown people terrified. I mean, he, literally, Trump is pulling all this stuff. This caravan not only does it have brown people, but it's got Middle Easterners too. Like yeah. the, that's the most like it's the most contrived bullshit yeah. I've ever seen in my life. They're literally circulating photos of cops getting beaten up from 2012 in Mexico and saying, "Look what the caravan is doing right now." But they know that there are plenty of Americans that fall for it, and there are there are women and men out there that go. Send our army into Mexico. We need to invade Mexico right now to protect ourselves. There's, and that's not, there may be a minority, but they're a sizable minority. We feared gay people for ages. Just terrified. Right? There's a moment where in Oprah where there was a, Ellen was there, right? And the straight woman, this is the, this is an ancient history, it's like the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. She got up there and she's like, well, I, you know, I don't support the gay thing, but it's like, why do you have to put it everywhere? You're always on TV, you're always talking about, like, mother bitch, there's one lesbian on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Ellen, one. Like, and then you go, what if you kiss? What, I'm going to have to tell my children... It's not my problem what you tell your dumbass kids. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the type of fear we have, right? That's Americans. I say this as an American to my fellow Americans. They are fucking scared shitless. They're the most cowardly people I've ever seen in my life. That like, is true. I'm afraid daily. Someone said, someone said the other day is like, Americans are so scared. It's why they beat people with the Bible and shoot them. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> right? It's like, it's, it's out of complete and total fear. It's not hate. It's fear. They fear everything. Now you get this thing with the transgender memo. Well, that comes from this idea that like, you're so afraid of other people's private parts. You know, you know, 30, what it is. Thirty-two mm. percent of Americans, according to a report, think that being a trans, being transgender, is a mental illness. Mm. Right. That so, was that was a. Uh, um, I mean, that was a kind of ingrained philosophy in the mental health field in America yeah, for was, a long time. It was also, psychology for a long yeah. period, psychology viewed homosexuality as a mental illness for ages. The problem is that people still think that about tra- about people who are transgender. Trans, yeah, and there's, there's more than a million people in this country that yeah, are trans. 1.4 or something. Yeah, is so there's more than a million yeah. adults that are that yeah. are trans in yeah. this country. So it's not like a small population of people. It is a small population of people but, in comparison to the wide yeah, yeah, percentage, but, but it's not like it's there's, it only affects yeah. a small, like 10 people. It affects yeah. a million people. That's enough that it's, it's important. Yeah. They're a significant minority, but they are a very small percentage. Now, Don't make it that's the problem too it's like we've got to be careful here because I always hear from my anti-trans people oh it's trendy to be trans no asshole we're talking about like a, like a sliver of the percentage but in their mind they're thinking like 50% of people are trans out yeah. there what's even worse is the idea that somehow they can attribute to some weird lashing out or to some weird yeah, trend it's, oh, or something. Yeah, it's just a trend. Yeah. That's what they say. It's, oh, it's a trend to be trans. No, there's they, no they trend. It was a trend to be gay for Yeah, a there's while. no trend. Yeah. No trend. Heaven forbid that, you know, you realize that who you are is not who you were born as and you have to deal with a lifetime mm. of people thinking that somehow you're going through a phase or that you're just looking for attention. Mm. Like, who would, who would intentionally want to be... 
uh, be ridiculed for that for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you know, like. But just, the point also is for, uh, that I've always come down to on this on this issue is it doesn't matter whether this issue is biological, whether it is at birth, whether it starts at 5, 10, 15, or at 60 years old, you wake up and go, I feel like I'm a different gender. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's not a choice or it is a choice. I think the language of choice is, pro- is a, a problem. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's meant to dehumanize the experiences, but I also come from the perspective like it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the sure. basic humanity of people isn't contingent upon any of that. Yeah. Any of that. It's really simple. This this whole issue is really simple. If you are not transgender, then here, this is it. This is it. This is the philosophy. Transgender people are human. Yep. They have every right, every human right that you do. Mm-hmm. Everything else doesn't matter and is none of your fucking business. Yep. Doesn't matter who they love. It doesn't matter who they sleep with. It doesn't matter what their sexual orientation is because now there's this whole thing. It's like, what do you mean you're a trans woman and a lesbian? Right? Like they get all panicky about this, right? None of it doesn't matter where, who they're sleeping with. It doesn't matter what their genitalia looks like. None of that is any of your fucking business. The only thing that you should be worried about is that they are a fellow human being and they are entitled to the exact same rights and respect as everyone else. Chalos, yeah. that is the end of it. Yeah, worry about your own genitals. Yeah, don't. F- why are you so fucking obsessed with other people's genitals? Yeah, calm down over yeah, there. Like I, and it's not just trans. I'm sorry, I was staring at you. It's not just, it's not <laughs> just yeah, transphobic <laughs> people, too. Right? I remember yeah. watching, I think it was Katie Kirk or one of these fucking journalists uh-huh. who was interviewing a trans actress. And she's like, so if we were to see down there, you'd look like a normal. Like, what? That's right. none of your fucking business. It doesn't matter what her genitals look like. Right? <laughs> like, this, this kind of morbid obsession with other people's. Like regulating other people's bodies. Like yeah. this, so, this comes from a state of fear, right? You're so fucking terrified of someone that might possibly be different than you that you're literally out here legislating and yeah. regulating their the most intimate aspects of them. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you like, at all. We would we will fucking throw a hissy fit if someone told us that we have to wear our haircuts a certain way. Yeah. We go most of our schools don't have school uniforms because we throw a fucking hissy fit if someone told us what to wear, yeah. how to look all of that. But somehow we feel perfectly comfortable telling people what gender they should be perfectly comfortable what their genitals should look like i mean i don't fucking get it it's a bizarre america don't you dare talk about my guns freedom you got a penis yeah so, yeah <laughs> hold, on, hold on here son like, what, what's going on you know it's weird it's like michelle obama got all that backlash because she required like restaurant chains to start putting calories on mm. the menu of like the items that they serve freedom yeah people are really upset about that but now they're like, well, you know, I want to make sure that there's a dick in that pants, yeah. right? I don't know what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you so people. This type of records. Tell us a little bit about this memo because yeah. this is so the reason we're talking about this. Here's what happened. The New York Times obtained a memo from the Department of Health and Human Services that uh, says the administration is considering adopting a narrow definition of gender as an immutable characteristic determined by one's genitalia at birth. So if this is approved, the Departments of Education, Justice, and Labor would also follow through. Yeah. This was an attempt to push back on the Obama administration, which had taken sex, the category of sex, and used it in a sort of expansive way to include gender identity, as well as sexual orientation. Homosexuality is another mm-hmm. thing that they're pushing back against in this memo. There's a couple things here that we should we should note, first and foremost, right? This is an attempt to create the legal justification in order to uh, control and regulate gender identity correct right this is 
from a medical perspective and a psychological perspective, completely based on nothing other than prejudice. There is no medical reason for this. There is no psychological reason for this. Medicine has proven quite uh, definitively that even biological sex is on a spectrum. Uh-huh. We know that because people are born intersex, and people who are born intersex, uh, whether they're assigned a gender or not at birth or sex at birth, comes down to the doctor. For example, we found, uh, researchers found that in places like Saudi Arabia, to, br- to bring it back to Saudi Arabia, intersex people are more often than not uh, given the sex of male than hmm. they are female because of the social value of male. Yeah. Whereas, so you, we see it's like same exact requirements, regulations, guidelines, but they end up attributing more men, right? So even at the at the gen at this at the biological level, there's a spectrum. At the psychological level, there is a spectrum, both in terms of sexuality and in terms of gender identity and expression. So there is no reason other than prejudice to limit this in this way to create this kind of legal. But then to tie it deliberately to both genetics and genitalia here, right? Mm-hmm. The idea that there may be gen- genetic testing associated with this or what genes, right? This goes back to the heart of what the, the argument that I made in Head on History special episode on Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. What we are seeing is a return of the eugenic science. Okay. This is Nazi science come back in a new form. What we see now is that we're not talking race theory, we're talking genes. So all you fuckers that were out there 23 and meing and ancestry.coming and putting in all your fucking, you know, DNA out there. Yeah, and we really hate that. D- thing yeah, this yeah we really would. <laughs> all that shit, right? As great as the ancestry is like, good, if you can, it helps you connect with your heritage. But the problem was that we ended up giving it a sort of legitimacy that it does not have. And now we've fallen into this place. There's a brilliant article, and if anyone's interested, I'll share it with them, written by a scholar of race that argues that the new genetics uh-huh. is the new race. We're not talking black, white, Chinese, etc. anymore. What we're talking now is you're this genetic grouping. You're this genetic grouping. It's given the same sort of scientific weight that back in the day someone who was talking about the mongoloid race would be given. We may not be measuring brains or skulls, but we're measuring DNA. And we're using that as a means to justify policy. I mean, this is nothing new. There's no no space between the Richard Spencers of the world and the Stephen Millers of the world and the Donald Trumps of the world. This is just old, rehashed race theory, genetics theory, brought to a new level. Now it's going to be aimed towards people with, uh, you know, who are transgender. Genes. Yeah, mm. using genes and genitalia. We measure people's penises, mm. right? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to measure, oh, you're, this clitoris is too big. Can't be a clitoris, right? <laughs> He's terrified. Okay, not, can't have those clitorises be too big, right? <laughs> <laughs> looks like a penis now. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, that's what it is. It's a bunch of fear-based bet, uh, fear-based policies that are then given a sort of scientific legitimacy. And that's the problem that we're facing right now. Is that at the same time that you're having an attack on sort of truth and, and, and reason and an attack on science, you're then having those aspects of science that are the ugly side of science be used to justify race and hatred. I mean, nine times out of ten, have you ever talked to these racists and these white supremacists? 
No. I try not to. The, no. These white supremacists are very sophisticated in their arguments. They're not making arguments like, like the KKK are making. Yeah. They're not going, oh, black people are descended from, from animals. They don't say stuff like that. Yeah. What they say is, it is scientifically proven that certain races are better genetically at certain things than others. Well, don't look at us. Look at the Asians. They're so smart. They use that argument yeah. to give it a sort of veneer of... Scientific, scient, scientificness, we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right, and that's the problem that we're facing with this policy. Yeah, so they're not, you know, they're not, uh, they're not screaming and goose stepping. No, but they're sitting there and they think because they can say words that have more than three syllables to them that somehow yeah. they uh, they sound smarter. So the people who are naturally gullible will kind of take it in more so as, uh, you know, as truth yeah. because it sounds like it's smart. Yeah. And yeah. it's a science that helps you to justify your own deeply held prejudices. Right, it's not based on any actual. Consensus. Well, do you not remember? Um, was it Django Unchained when Leonardo DiCaprio tries to like the whole skull, the thing. skull thing? Yeah, they're not measuring skulls, but it's the same principle, same principle, same kind of concept behind this. And if it starts with people who are transgender, that should be enough for us, for the record. That come yeah. for anyone who you take a stand. Yeah. But you'd bet that if they start with transgender people, they will then use this elsewhere. How do we know this? Because fucking Amazon just tried to sell ice facial recognition software that would help them with their quote-unquote detentions amazon the guy who says that he's wants to bezos. The, the, bezos the guy who wants to create a fund for the dreamers is selling ice facial recognition technology that son of a bitch that's where we're headed you guys are you gonna boycott amazon now i, I don't know how to deal with it, this one this one's this one piss i've been trying to boycott amazon for ages there's things that I need that I'm like, how do I get this stuff? Mm. It's like the only other way I can think of it is like black market. Black market, yeah. Some of it's like antique books or uh, books that pages. are the books that are out of print. Mm. What are back pages? No, that's they they ban that website. What oh, is that? oh this is the the porn website, not the porn website, the uh, escort website. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, the uh, there's like out of print books. Like, what do I do? I mean, there's ABE books and others. So, uh, yeah, if anyone knows an alternative to Amazon, please start it. Yes. I'll, I'll fucking, I'll support it. Yeah, I'll you'll fund all, it, you rich bastard. I'll buy all my books from there. I'll buy all my products mm. from there. Someone needs to come up with an alternative to Amazon because I just, fucking, he's giving face recognition to ICE. Look at that. You guaranteed stream of income from Ali alone. Mm. I'll, I'll boycott <laughs> WWE when you boycott Amazon. Yeah, except the difference <laughs> between you and I. Is he actually that, will is, boycott Amazon. I will boycott Amazon. And the difference also is that yours is actually a direct result in the destruction of lives in Saudi Arabia, the destruction of lives here in the United States. The literal rise of Donald Trump is that there's a book called, for the record, from WWE to Trump. Who wrote it? Ali A. Alumi? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, there's a, it's, a, it's a really good book that talks about everything that Trump learned that he's doing in his presidency from like, it's, you know, all the crowds are big and all, how to create villains, right? Uh -huh. Pocahontas and all that. That all comes from WWE. Uh -huh. Everything he's learned about that, that's WWE with Roy Cohen thrown in. Roy Cohen told him how to fight, but WWE taught him how to create villains and stories. I'm going to go buy this book on Amazon. Amazon <laughs> Don't buy it on Amazon. <laughs> go to Barnes & Noble or some shit. Barnes & Noble ain't that much better either. Fuck Barnes & Noble. Yeah, they keep blaming all their Where's people? borders when you need borders? Uh, well, they died years ago. Not, uh, they're they're around. Not, yeah. not the borders. Yeah, yeah. Not those yeah, borders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about borders. Bookstore. Oh, okay. Yeah, you need to clarify that. Let's be clarified. We had a white supremacist outbreak. Where are those damn borders? I have to tell you, like... We, um, you know, this has been a little bit of a depressing podcast because 
we support the trans community. We love, you know, we I'm sure we're all we all know trans people, <laughs> you right? Like, say, we all support we're you know, all like, trans. I was like, no, wait, what's going no, on? I'm a trans. <laughs> You're definitely a trans. Yeah, yeah, trend. but you know, it's, my name is V Tran. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am a trans. Um, trying to hijack a movement. You're yeah. such a white woman. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a little soccer mom thing you just did there. <laughs> yes. Yes, totally made it about you, <laughs> middle-aged white woman. Am I not? Wait, yeah. What the hell is that? Am all about? I not a tran? This <laughs> is a whole group of people ident- being persecuted. It's about me. I'm a tran too. Damn it, tran. Damn it, tran. Yeah, see, see now I got you guys acknowledging it now. Um, that's besides the point. Now listen, um, we all know that uh, fetishes are are a weird thing, right? Like they, they um. You know, uh, a lot of the. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Just because you know. It was a pass. He was sitting staring. It was like a passing glance. Knee jerk reaction. He's looking right at me. Yeah. <laughs> you said fetishes are a weird thing. Where should I look? <laughs> I know towards him. <laughs> anyway, I had to tell you. Um, so this happened a little while ago. We never, we never brought it up. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. The, the, we've, we've literally been hiding in the closet. No, I knew something like this was coming. Come on, come on, stop. Using no, I'm making middle. a horror movie reference, like from Jason. God, just don't, be, God, just don't. But we've been holding up because I knew something like this was gonna happen. Yeah, so like uh, Ali has been has been hiding, waiting, waiting for the right no. time to to pounce on this this story, right? With Alex Jones, mm. right? Oh. Our, our favorite, mm. our favorite mm. Uncle Jones. Uh, not you my know, favorite. The, the I can man, do anything. You it know, wasn't me. Couldn't the, have the a man, heart attack soon enough. The man who believed that the Pentagon had created a bomb. That could turn people gay. Yeah, they gave for that us. juice boxes were turning their children gay, like, like the fucking BPA. And yes, the, uh, very anti-gay, very anti-trans, very anti-all of it. It yeah. was the frogs. So what did you get caught with, Mr. So Trans? This fucking moron, right? Now he was uh, he was doing a uh, he was pushing this new uh, Infowars live yeah. thing, right? It's a new like health um, yeah. lifestyle service thing, oh, right? Bullshit. And he puts up his phone to his show to kind of show them the bookmarks. You know how like when you go into Google. when you go into a new Tab. like a new screen <laughs> and it, it shows like, you like the uh, the sites that you still uh, have like tabs on or the, the most popular sites yeah, that you go to. Yeah. Right? Well it goes to this phone, right? And then people on the internet, this is the one reason why the internet is so good. Yeah, no, it's that's a good they they went and they noticed that one of the tabs that he had on there uh-huh. was porn. Oh. Now I'm not one to judge what people decide to look at on their free time. You yeah, know, I do. Do what you got to do. Are you looking at me you again, <laughs> you bastard? Who am I to say what you're into, right? Yeah. The only problem is though they actually found one one of the porn tabs that Alex Jones had on his phone was actually one for a uh, trans porn star. Named huh. Marissa Minx out of Australia. Wait, in Marissa fact, Minx. Yes, in fact, one of the the number one apparently trans porn star in Australia. So what it looks like is that after all the ranting and raving about, uh, you know, trans people and gay people, not to be clear, trans porn is considered straight porn. Yeah. Right. So trans porn is not. If you're watching trans porn, you're not gay. Yeah. Because trans women trans are women. women are women, right? In fact, it's the number one fetish of men, of straight men. This is a. I don't want to mention the number one fetish of straight women because I think you know I should mention it. The number one fetish of, of straight women in America, I should say, to clarify, is actually a forced sex. What? Yeah, it's quite uh, obviously not with a stranger. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the the fantasy of your boyfriend uh. raping you. 
my uh, un- Ooh, unfortunate. But the internalized patriarchy is a fucked up thing, you guys. Internalized. This was a study done in 2008. I'm hoping it's changed 10 years from now. Gone. Um, but the number one fantasy for straight men is transgender porn. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the largest uh, quote unquote fetish for straight men. Followed up by. Anyone want to guess? Incest. Not incest. Uh, so there is a lot of weird incest things that have popped up recently, I've heard. Is that a minority? Yeah. Interracial. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, I mean, there's differences, obviously, right? Like yeah, the yeah. number one searched items in, in California is quote-unquote Asian porn and massage porn. Uh, number one, uh, I think, in Alabama is mom porn or stepmom porn or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? Really uncomfortable. It's a really uncomfortable conversation for to be having in Alabama, right? It's like, what's the number oh, one? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually uh, gay porn. What? Yeah, mo- a lot of straight men have, have uh, filtered their way into some type of gay porn at least once in their porn searching life. You know, curiosities yeah, and yeah, type yeah. shit like that. Why this is important? Why are we caring about Alex Jones's porn habits and why are we talking about porn? Um, I think first and foremost because one, it shows the hypocrisy of Alex Jones, but two, because fear and desire go hand in hand together. Hmm. There is something about fearing the other and desiring it at the same time the war on terror literally produced an entire new genre of pornography known as hijabi porn yeah yeah it did not exist until the war on terror the war on terror popularized it so at the same time that you have things like the patriot act and muslim bans and stuff and bombing and drone warfare you also have hijabi porn and there's yet a new genre that's come out that involves uh, migrant porn. Hmm. This is a real thing. Whole scenarios of border patrol agents, quote unquote, uh, coming across yeah. women who are crossing the border and exploiting them or or whatnot. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the reality. Is that our the horrible racist, transphobic, misogynistic shit that exists in society is deeply intertwined with our sexual perversions with our desires with the stuff that we want in the dark of the night yeah and that's the fact of it that white fucker in alabama who's living out of a trailer park that's like yeah ban muslims is also looking up mia khalifa mia khalifa who is actually the most popular like she was i think she's the most one of the most popular I don't think she actually does porn anymore, but like she's considered one of the most popular within the uh, war on terror. Era. With, yeah, like and the, she she literally uh, got popular. She literally got popular during this time when the war, you know, um, the war on terror. Even you know, like the the idea of the of the Muslim was considered is considered yeah. to be you know like um, other and an enemy. And I think a lot of it is you know uh, we don't realize how ingrained like how how thin the line between like hate and love is. it's not and, hate like, and love and, like, it's hate and, and desire and, like, yeah, yeah like the like fear those, and desire is the thing those are those weird little things about the human yeah. brain right the human mind that's like there doesn't it doesn't take much to yeah. to differentiate the two Alex Jones here is illustrative he's illustrative of the kind of psychological complex that exists in those individuals who are transphobic in the individual I mean there's a there's why is the alt-right so obsessed with anime yeah. And and anime pornography, which I forget what's the name. Hentai, hentai, right? Yeah. Why are they so obsessed with that? Why are they obsessed? I mean, literally, anime is is Japanese, right? Yeah, it's gone what, up. That's one of the. the it's why are they? Up. Why are they not just obsessed with 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 hentai? But why are they obsessed with um, uh, traps, quote unquote traps, right? That is uh, female 
passing men or boys that are that look feminine right mm -hmm. why are they obsessed with that all of their avatars it's all that with a maga hat on mm -hmm. right because it, this is intimately this is the complex that we're dealing with right it's it's fear and lust combined the desire to dominate and control this is tied to a really great article by shireen razak on um the hijab and the burkini ban. The banning of the hijab, the niqab, etc. is fundamentally about the male gaze. It's about being able, saying, by putting a hijab on or by putting a niqab on or a burkini on, you are rejecting the male gaze. You're saying, I don't want to participate in it. Mm. And the man cannot deal with it. At the same time, he hates or fears that woman but he also desires to have his gaze on her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird? Like, I mean, we it happens with a lot of serial killers. I mean, yeah. to bring up the thing where the, the concept of the uh, the Madonna whore complex. Yeah, yeah. Right. A lot of a lot of these killers that you end up seeing connects this idea that somehow you're either you're either above reproach, like you're you're holier than like you're Madonna, uh -huh. but if you're not that and you've somehow not passed the test in that man in that misogynistic mind, then you're nothing more than than a whore. And it's a really fucked up way. Of, it's just a really fucked up mindset. But I think to some extent, you know, we're kind of we're we see that to maybe not to the same extremes, but we absolutely do see that in the male mind. Um, I can only speak for Americans because I don't really know mm -hmm. anyone, you know. But I feel like we see that to a lesser extent, not to the point where we're killing somebody, mm -hmm. but we absolutely see it to a lesser extent in our society, mm -hmm. where it's like somehow it's like you have to fit a certain, you have to fit like a certain label. Yeah. As as a woman, well, look, um, violence of violence towards women is tied all th entwined with this. That as we're speaking, Richard Spencer is being divorced by his wife, and in the in the court documents, she alleges he abused her. A big shocker! Not there. just abused her. Mm -hmm. We have emails where she says, "My jaw still hurts," and he's like, "I feel bad about that," or he's pushed her down the fucking stairs. Right? Mm. Like this, the violence towards women. And violence towards trans women, right? Mm -hmm. And trans women of color, we should say, in particular, yep. yeah. right? Has always been deeply intertwined with the hate, with the with the lust, with the all of it is really wrapped up in a kind of ugly package. This is why trans women uh, are often faced with sexual harassment, a rape, sexual abuse. And literal physical abuse. Yeah, all of that stems from the same. There's some complex there, and that's what we see in Alex Jones. Oh yeah, he may be playing a character or whatnot, but he is stroking and stoking the fears of that. He is directly responsible for some of this in our climate, and in many ways, he is exemplary of that fucked up complex. On one hand, shouting from the rooftops about how they're turning our kids gay and the trans are taking over, and on the other hand, fapping it yeah. to transport. I think it's just, it's for for a lot of these guys. It's it's chasing the exhilaration, right? Yeah. It's that it's like you feel empowered when you can sit there and you can hate on. It's a group not. It's not. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say exhilaration because exhilaration implies something different, right? Exhilaration is a, is a chase. Exhilaration involves things like uh, museums, uh, not museums. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe, maybe for me, yeah, yeah. amusement parks is what I meant to say. It's power. Is not what I would Six say. Flags because we're because we're boycotting, yeah, we're boycotting, boycotting yeah. Six Flags. We're talking, what you mean is power. Yeah. Right. It's more than it's because of the power, right? That gets to your head is different than exhilaration, right? It's a different emotion entirely. Exhilaration is productive, right? It gets the endorphins going and whatnot. Power rush 
that's entirely destructive, right? See, no, 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 because, you know, when I have the power to choose my ingredients at Subway, I'm quite exhilarated. Because <laughs> I go, listen, I, don't, I, want only, I only want spinach on half of the See, sandwich I will and not pay, the full thing. I will pay for your therapy. <laughs> I will pay for your therapy. Speaking, speaking no of. one can help me, Ali. He also actually called him out on his uh, his live call-in show. Yeah, what did he say? Because like uh, like he had you know he has live call-in show. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they they asked like I want to ask you about the uh, about the the windows on your phone that they that they yeah. found with the transporter. He was like I uh, I don't know how that came up. Uh, I get porn ads all the time. They're all pop-ups. I don't watch porn on on this phone. And he goes in this whole thing where it's like, uh, yeah, where it's like he gets all these pop-ups bullshit. every time he goes and browsing bullshit. on on that bullshit. phone of his. I'll tell you why yeah. it's bullshit because one of the worst websites with pop-ups is Salon.com. Uh-huh. Oh god, that thing is unwatchable, unreadable on your yeah, fucking no, on your laptop. But they do, the pop-ups don't show up on your. Phone. They no. do. You do have pop-ups, but not as much as as a computer. What I think is bullshit. I mean, this, you know, you know how phones work. The pop-up happens, right? You you exit out of it. It yeah. doesn't become your most searched or most. Yeah, it doesn't end up in that. Yeah. that window. No, yeah. that just, window it, is you've it, gone to it, it multiple takes times over your window. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't pop up as a new. Nice window. try. And she also the uh, the performer who who was in the the video, Marissa Marissa Mix, uh, happily offered Alex Jones a free pass to her website. Oh. Uh, you know. Too. I wish you would have been like, fuck you, stop watching me, you yeah. nasty ass, white supremacist, yeah. conspiracy thinking like, I'm, dickhead. I'm, I'm very flattered that he's watching mm. and he's more, I'm more than happy to give him a free membership to my website or I would love to go on the show and talk about what I do. Huh. Took the high road. Marissa Mix. Shame on her. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting the evils of the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look, make money, can't right? trust porn stars. Look, don't, don't, just kidding. Yeah, just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You offered to pay for um, V-Therapy. I'm definitely paying for V-Therapy. After that comment about sandwich exhilaration, no, that one needs some therapy. Yeah, okay. I literally have a blog about it. Listen, yeah, listen. I didn't think it gave you a thrill up your leg. <laughs> I am convinced... That you fucking paid a ghost to come and fucking haunt me this week. I didn't pay a ghost. You, s- you summoned the ghost. I summoned the ghost. So listen, all right. First off, I get picked up at the airport today, and my brother's like, "Dude, there's a ghost in the house." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, "Well, it's your hey, brother's gotten semi-religious too, hasn't he?" I don't know if he's gotten religious. He's like, "There's a ghost in the house." He's like, "And it's in your bathroom." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, the other day, uh, like, I had one of my friends over, and like, he went to the kitchen, and then the." The sink in the bathroom was turned on. And I'm like, hey, dude, you need to turn off the sink. He's like, I never was in the bathroom, but the sink was all the way up. So you sent a ghost to my sink to just fuck with me and just turn my sink on when I'm not there, right? Just to haunt me there. And then, you son of a bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I'm sensing a lot of hostility. Here. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you why I'm hostile, all right? This is, you call him a son of a... That's your aunt. Shut up. Listen, you'd yeah, be upset, too. You know what? That's rude. Listen, My mother right? is a lovely person. She is, that's but true. fuck you, all right? <laughs> You're not. You're a terrible person. I'm at a manor, at a mansion, at a, at a wonderful wedding. All right, stop stop bragging. It was a beautiful, beautiful wedding. It was. Wedding. Shout out to the happy couple. Shout out to the happy It was a beautiful wedding and, and my surrogate family. I'm walking down the stairs to go use the restroom in this big fan of the family. In this 400-year-old house. And out of nowhere, I slip and fall down the stairs as if someone had pushed me down these damn stairs. Because your ass was drunk is what happened. It was a dry wedding. Was it really? Yeah, it was a dry so wedding. So where did you get the drinks from? I didn't drink. Oh, you snuck it in, didn't you? No. 
This guy promised to not drink. I never for promised one that I drink. Week. Yes, you did. I never promised. No, you did. You, you witness. He witness. said, "I promise I won't do it." <laughs> no, but didn't he say, really "I promise I won't do it"? Exactly. I promise I won't do it. I never said yeah, that. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, you you absolutely did. You broke your promise. Your worth as a man has decreased. That's true. I you said, promised I in front of us and in the eyes of God. Yeah, I yeah, said, "I will attempt to not no, drink." Before the eyes of Notre Dame itself. What? You lied. Didn't lie. You broke a sacred oath. I said I'll and attempt. You were an oath breaker. I, I, you were an oath breaker. I attempted. Oath breaker Diz is what we're gonna call you from now on. Attempt. Oath breaker Diz haram is his name. Homeboy over yeah, here. haram. Snitch ass Omar. Homeboy, <laughs> 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 oh, fucking B. Haram <laughs> homeboy, oath breaker Diz. That is your name going forward. I said attempt. That's setting that aside. I did tell this on the ghost stage to you. I knew it. Yeah. You know why? Because he also sent me with a sleeping bag outside of your outside of your house for the weekend too. <laughs> my back hurts. Yeah. My arm hurts. I cut my look at this. I got a cut here from when I fell. Because you were drunk. I was not drunk. It was a dry wedding. Yeah, well you weren't. As we get closer. <laughs> you weren't dry. Let's, just, say, let's just say as we get closer and closer. To Halloween. I can't fucking wait for this month to end. Shit is gonna wait. get worse and weirder Some and bitch. weirder. You're gonna meet people. Yeah, see, I don't think your your bathroom is haunted, Diz. Yeah, it's just sink just turned on. At least see, I don't see. I don't believe so because if if I was a ghost and I had the ability to haunt anyone's bathroom, yours would be the last. Why bathroom. the hell would I go to yours? Last bathroom. Seriously. Even ghosts have standards. Seriously, Let's just Even turn on they're the- afraid of the shit that's in there. No pun intended. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Don't lie. There was a pun intended. There was no, no. I didn't mean not intentionally. Yeah. Okay. I meant refer, I meant bacteria. Okay. I meant diseases, viral in nature. Mm. I've been gone for a week. <laughs> <laughs> viral in nature. That's what I meant. It's not defamation no, character. Not defecation. That's mm. true. You're yeah. gonna need that bone saw guy from Turkey mm. to clean that shit up. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying that. Call it MBS. I, uh, yeah. I've I've made many uh, sacrifices and said, oh ghosts, please haunt his dumb ass. And they're like, we're not, we like, we don't even have corporeal form, and we're not going in there. Yeah, but it's gonna get worse as we get closer and closer. It's gonna get worse. Keep Let's end this podcast with a discussion of the latest horror movies to keep our trend of spooky Nerdtober. Uh, almost done. Nerdtober. Yeah, we've I'm talked. Just spooked out by the things that we talked about. I know. It's a fucked up. It's a dark ass podcast as as it is. But let's talk horror movies, but specifically these new trend in horror movies, right? Because there's some interesting things that are happening. First and foremost, horror movies that do world building. We had horror movies in the past that had sequels and prequels, right? Mm -hmm. But they were just a continuation of the story with maybe some backdrop added in, right? Like you found out Mike Myers was part of a cult or some shit like that. Mm. Mom did something to him, like tittled his whatever. Whatever it is, right? (laughs) It's not true. I made that up entirely. But (laughs) what we're now seeing is horror movies that are based in a world. And a world then gets expanded and built upon. The Conjuring fascinates me as a horror movie. It starts off uh, as a story based on a true story of a couple who, do, who demonologists. Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, Warren, the Warrens that, that not only do exorcisms, but also uh, contain, have a series of like a vault of cursed objects and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. So they, they've, they're involved in this for a long time. But it's been expanding their world. right? You have the Annabelle. You have uh, Conjuring. 
you have the, the, the nun yeah. right that just came out i think this past yeah. couple of weeks right that's meant to be that some people believe is that one of the scariest movies that that they've ever experienced this is interesting it's horror that is one realistic right even if it is supernatural mm-hmm. but two that builds a world a plausible world in which all of this is happening that you then watch these movies and you realize that creatures and entities are related to one another families are related one in some ways this goes to like sci-fi and fantasy this is something that horror doesn't do right horror is either one-off or a series of sequels it's not about creating worlds it's not. That's not the core yeah. of, of horror as a genre. And yet now we're seeing this. I think this speaks to a more sophisticated and interesting uh, writing style for the genre of horror. And I'm interested to see if The Conjuring is going to open up avenues for other people. I mean, we kind of sort of see it with, um, uh, what's his name? The Horror Master. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Wes Craven kind of has. And same thing with Stephen King. Stephen King's books are based in a world that is all connected, right? A cosmos, a multiverse. Wes Craven kind of, his is all kind of related in some way. But not. it's not part of world building. Like he's not going to directly go, okay, now I'm going to explore this corner of the world. Now I'm going to explore yeah. this. But we are seeing this with The Conjuring. And that's fascinating to me. Well, the uh, actually, the, the Warrens actually first kind of gained fame because they were the ones that when um ex, ex, uh, studied the Amityville yep. the Amityville, Amityville house hmm. um where uh, was it, uh, uh Butch DeFeo went and murdered his family right now uh, Ed and Elaine Warren in real life in my opinion hucksters um you know a lot a lot of a lot of bullshit kind of surrounds them but um you know the Conjuring movies I think are pretty pretty good um I think they also took kind of from that the idea that you can almost like them the way the MCU builds a world that every, where everything's interconnected. The Conjuring movies are also doing the same thing, and it seems to be working out pretty well. Now, what I appreciate actually is uh, uh, one of my favorite horror movies right now, and the modern one is Hereditary, mm, which yeah, came yeah. out in January, right? So it's it's almost a year. Oh, it's getting it's to filled with everything you can imagine. What's great about it? Supernatural, yeah. cults. Yeah, it's all. it brings me. It, it harkens back to a classic genre of horror for me, which was the movies like Rosemary's Baby, um, The Omen, Omen, right? Like those movies. It's not really about that jump. It's not really about that gore. It's the shit that leaves you unsettled. You kind of sit there, you go, you just don't know what to to take out of it. And it's so masterfully done, right? Um, Was that um, Ari Aster, you know, is uh, is written and directed it, and it was his debut as a director. And there was just a certain level of creepiness. And also, what he does is kind of masters the idea of you don't know why it's going on. You don't exactly understand what's going on until the very end. And then you, when you realize that it's all put together the way it is, where the loose ends get tied, and you go, that's mm. fucking creepy. And that's that's crazy. And I love that about kind of that modern... Oh, it's not even modern. It's it's a, it's kind of a, a, a replenishing of these old classic like horror thrillers yeah and I like I'm a big fan of the kind of ones that leave you a little unsettled like uh, uh, Hereditary as you mentioned because they create a really good ambiance they create an atmosphere that is really well done and it isn't about jump scares it's the stuff that makes you kind of that sits with you Mm-hmm. Yeah. That haunts you in some ways. What's but what I I want to add to that is what's interesting about that particular approach is that it's also very realistic. No matter how surreal it gets, yeah. it's grounded in a sense like oh shit, this can be this can actually happen. And I think it's part of like the witch is a lot like that, right? That that came out really, it kind of sits with you. It's not jump scares. It's just 
creepy and eerie and dark and that and that haunts you afterwards like you, you you kind of feel not violated per se but you walk away going i feel changed well i don't feel right after yeah. watching this well you know what the number one movie over the weekend was right what uh, it was halloween oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah so they did they did um another sequel to halloween i don't know how many fucking sequels yeah. halloween well, it's, has. Uh, what they did was they um they brought Jamie Lee Curtis back. Yeah, well, the, this this Halloween movie that they remade. So the idea when they first made Halloween, uh-huh. the idea was that the the um, the move like so the first Halloween that originally came out was supposed to be kind of a standalone, right? Uh-huh. And then they didn't really like they really didn't want to make sequels the same way that they did the other movies. But then the money was there and everything, so they started piling onto the story. And then yeah. after that, it just became like every other horror movie. There's like 10 of them, and they don't really connect particularly well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? And this one, what they did was they um, they basically went, this is going to replace Halloween 2. And yeah. then the rest of the universe is not... It's been, it meant to be kind of a jump, like a reboot, a semi-reboot. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's, it's they've been doing that now, right? Is there... So here's the thing about Halloween. Halloween scares the shit out of you? No, I don't really. I don't watch them, right? I don't watch any horror movies. But here's the thing: ghosts, demons, witches. Yeah, that shit's supernatural. Yeah, Mike Myers may have some supernatural, but he's a guy. Yeah, an unstoppable force, but a guy. Like you're more likely to get stabbed by a guy. Yeah, than you are to encounter a witch in the woods that's trying yeah. to create a flying ointment. Now the new ho- the new Halloween takes place. In real, it's like sixty years after the first Halloween movie. It's so time. that's the reason. Yeah, it's like oh, not sixty years, but it's like Mike Myers is sixty years old in the in the new yeah, Halloween. Yeah, so, so it's supposed to take place like thirty years or so after the original one, right? Yeah, and, because, yeah. Because the thing about Halloween is, it's like here's what I appreciate for it. It's it spanned four decades. It was in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, and now. In the but 2010s. there's something about the reason is that Halloween goes to the very primal things that we are afraid of, right? Mm-hmm. An unstoppable force coming after you. Right, the eeriness of not knowing whether you're going to survive or not, and the inevitability of death. Right, in many ways, Mike Myers represents the Grim Reaper. Kind of. Right, he's just coming at you. He's not running. He's not chasing you. He's just on his way, and there's not a lot you can do about it. You can fight. You can struggle. You can make it last a little bit longer, but in the end. He gets you. And there's something about that. I think that, for example, you mentioned Hereditary, uh, The Witch, uh, even The Conjuring. These kind of tap into a different mm-hmm. fear. And that is the fear of the unknown. Right? The fear. That is a another primal fear. That is the fear of the numinous. The things that are out in the wilderness that will come and get you. Mm-hmm. Right? Ancient civilizations literally created charms and prayers to keep the demons out because they were afraid of the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Right? Mike Myers represents that kind of fear, but in the urban setting. Right? The ghosts and the demons aren't just coming into your house, it's death himself knocking on your door. And he's your family. And he's your family. Well, actually, no, they, uh, they, it's not canon anymore either. She's not Jamie LaCruz. No, because the, people don't realize this. The first, the first Halloween movie, there's no mention of them being family. Wait, they really? only brought that up in the second Halloween movie, and they they completely they mentioned it in the movie where they're going wasn't he related to your grandfather? It's like no, that's a rumor. Oh, so they they threw that whole thing out, and the thing that they did, and the, Danny McBride, oddly enough, of all people, I think wrote for this movie. The hell? Um, hmm. But what they did, and this is what I think was so powerful about it. The is hell is going on? There is something you want to you want to talk about how the unknown is creates fear. We don't know why Mike Myers like because they they watched the whole family thing. There's no. There's no explanation as to why Mike Myers is doing what he's doing. I love that. They simply don't know. I love that. That's yeah. death. 
You don't know why you're going to die. You're just going to die. That's what's fantastic about it. And I think this is why the Halloween series still captures our imagination. It's why it's still terrifying for us because it taps into the all horror movie taps into something primal. And some of it can be kind of rudimentary primal, right? Like our fear of snakes and spiders and whatnot, right? The icky crawly things. That's one. A fear of gore, right? Because we have a natural inclination when we see blood. Right, yeah, so yeah. some of that's really simple. Some of it's more complicated, nuance. Right, I think the witch is an example of this. Hereditary is an example. This conjuring is an example of this. That tap into this fear of the stuff we just can't fucking understand, the stuff that we, our rational mind, goes, it's not true. There is no ghost. You saw your door unlocked. You just left it unlocked, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at twelve thirty at night, the other part of your brain goes, something unlocked it. Yep. Right, that's the thing. It's the moment at night where you look, you wake up, and you look at your chair. But you know, in your mind, that's my fucking pants and shirt that I've thrown mm-hmm. on that chair. But there's a part of you, even at 28 years old, 29, 29 years old. Yeah. There's a part of you that goes, that thing is looking at me. Yeah, yeah. and it turns the and you turn the light on. Yeah. Right, that's what horror gets to. That's what it is. I'm going to mention one that people have been kind of ranting and raving about is a Suspria or Suspria, which is meant to be. It's Tilda uh, Swinton or whatever her name's new kind of movie. It's meant to be along the lines of Hereditary, very creepy, very eerie, meant to create a really interesting. Is she playing an uh, Asian and, man in it? Uh, no, she's playing. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but okay. it, um, yeah, it's it's very eerie, very creepy. It's supposed to be one of her best performances that she's even taken outside, oh, we'll wow, say. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. But it's also uh, one of the ones that kind of sits with you and haunts you yeah. after you're done. Well, you linked me on Twitter, or you sent me a Twitter link to, was it La Llorona or whatever it is? Like, yeah, they are making a movie on La Llorona, who is... We'll talk about La Irona uh, next time because La Irona is also very tied to. I'm surprised that we didn't mention her, but she's very tied to Orange County and, and Fuck uh, as one of the kind of urban legends or urban so haunted bitch. stories here. It actually comes from Mexican folk tradition, but very much found. In, um, I won't be here next week for. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Anyways, we'll, let's die. let's let's end it here. Next week, report what other scary shit happens in your house because I promise you, it's gonna get worse. Suck my asshole, man! I fucking hate you. <laughs> in this. Uh, we're going to end literally feared him into getting sodomized. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, even if it's grim. Let us know what your thoughts are about the whole Saudi Arabia disaster. Are you going to join us in our boycott? PepsiCo. Uh, yeah, no, boycott that French oil company for sure. French oil company for sure. But the Russian you, investment but fund. But if you can, also <laughs> fuck over Crush and, and Pepsi while you're at it. Um, also, uh, let's you know make sure that if you've got friends, family, or or people you know who are transgender, reach out. Be, you know, take, be in, take the initiative. Uh, check up on people people are going through some tough times uh, we're going to post up uh, some mental health resources and, and definitely hot some hotlines uh, over the next couple days uh, reach out to your friends and family members make sure that we're they're doing all right we're all in this together fuck the government um, that's all oh. i got to say about that right yeah yeah and then let us know what your thoughts are on horror movies we are interested in this kind of new trend in horror movies uh halloween is is kind of a resurgent of something classic but we're fascinated in this kind of the new stuff that's happening and by we they the mean exciting v kind of yeah. developments in the horror well, we didn't genre. even mention get out that was yeah get out was fucking another yeah. example of this kind of brilliant that was the one horror movie i actually brilliant, enjoyed brilliant all right Diz, how can i get in a hold of it? facebook facebook.com slash currently nerdy twitter at currently nerdy instagram at currently nerdy tumblr currently nerdy dot Tumblr.com, YouTube, search Current Nerdy. Go on there. Remember, contest still going on. You have to be subscribed and comment on one of our last 
three videos and you get a Funko pop vinyl. Um, and then we're on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Make sure you're subscribed. Give us a five-star rating. Write a nice little review about us. Thanks. We'd appreciate that. If you want to get a hold of us individually, you can. V, I got to get a hold of you. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VTran214. That's V-Y-T-R-A-N-214. You can find me on my websites at thesandwichslayer.com or sevencrossroads.com. You can catch me on my website at alialomi.com or on Twitter and Instagram at A-A-O-L-O-M-I. Or you can catch me on our sister podcast that just released a special episode on the history of Saudi Arabia and the relationship to the United States uh, called Head on History. Check that out. You podcast app, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Uh, learn a little bit about that history. Diz. You can find me everywhere at Dizbulla, D-I-Z-B-U-L-L-A-H. For everyone here at Currently Nerdy, thank you for tuning in. And remember, stay smart, sexy nerds. And all hail the Currently Nerdy Empire.